following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Biscro, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... I'm not at work, nor am I in the editing bay. It's Jim Nelson, Mr. Toonami Faithful Podcast. Welcome back, Jim. Thank you. You're still alive? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously, he works the graveyard shift, so... <laughs> I know all about that. Yes, you do, but continue. Our two other contributors, uh, regular contributor to the website. Editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Maffers. And our one of our dear favorite special guests. It's uh, Duelist, your uh, YouTube Toonami music guy. Hmm. <laughs> Well, it, uh, there was a tsunami last night, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's what we're doing? Yeah. You told me that there would be alcohol involved, or maybe I got a mixed message from Darrell. You got a mixed message from Darrell. Part of the problem with that, and uh, I feel we must uh, mention this before we go any further, is that... Uh, uh, Literally about half an hour before we recorded, uh, Darrell's grandfather has passed away. So uh, pour one out for Darrell and mm. for Darrell and his family. That's very unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if we're a little off our game, we apologize. But that, yeah. <sighs> Remember, folks, there are more important things in life than cartoons. <laughs> But we will soldier on in his stead and begin with the latest Dimension W recap. Dimension W. Episode 8, The Island That Fell Into Nothingness. Alfred lands on Easter Island and Kiyoma and Mira race in his V-10 toward the research facility and ground zero of the disaster. A flashback shows that King Isala adopted Salva from an orphanage before siring a natural heir, Lawai. As children, Salva tells Lawai that he dreams of making a world perfect for Lawai to rule. In the present, the collector's hero, 
KK, Yuri, and Cassidy come ashore and assist Lawai in sheltering Prince Salva and Sancho's, who are both comatose after being touched by the sphere, which caused the Grodia to crash. Learning that the hunt is still on, the male collectors begin searching for the target coil, leaving Cassidy behind. The spheres make an reappearance, but it seems oddly disinterested in women. Life forms and machinery, which had been trapped in the null possibility, begin moving again. That's, uh, you know, in the void. Including large shielded robots that are still responding to Grendel's attack. Fighting one robot, Kiyoma and Mira team up with the East River, the East River siblings. They have a close call passing through the region of nothingness, and Kiyoma summons the courage to continue, when unexpectedly he is confronted by Loser. Also, Kiyoma has a fangirl. <laughs> Must be the eyes. And it's not just Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Must be those beady little eyes of his. Maybe. He's got that Ryuji look going on. <laughs> and he has a sweet jacket. He does. He's he does have a very coat. sweet jacket. And he's kind of chivalrous <laughs> to humans, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just don't be a robot and then you're all good yeah he's uh he's still not being very nice to Mira I hate robots like that flash I hate mechanics and fuck em. that wasn't that was very nice <laughs> wasn't very nice at all it's like couldn't you be nicer to me he's like huh <laughs> oh never mind <laughs> I feel like Mira's just accepted it too because like now when he says piece of junk she just answers right away now yeah, <laughs> yeah well that's at least she's not insisting that she's human you know yeah that's she's like, she knows what she is and she's like well I'm not getting through to Kyoma he's a dick anyway <laughs> true very true well uh there's also a, another thing that happened here. Um, Yuri got knocked out by KK, and it seems like he's going to perform some kind of operation on him. KK Slider, no! Yeah. Animal Crossing fans, you know that joke? You know who you are? Actually, yeah. we don't know who we are. <laughs> And apparently, Hero, <laughs> a.k.a. Jason Chrysler, can fly? That Must was awesome. Thing. <laughs> that was so funny. Jason Chrysler. Wow. Sounds like yeah. a car uh, journalist's name, like Royal Ford or something. Yeah. I still think it's a good substitution swear word. Jason Chrysler. Jason <laughs> Chrysler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Funimation apparently decided to dub out a rather un-PC line, which is probably a good thing, because yeah, yes. it, it it may have been amusing with the delivery in the Japanese version, but I don't think it would have went over well in the dub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just probably. completely got rid of it, and, you know, it, it didn't change anything. Well, what was the line for those of us who want to know? Uh, when Cassidy gets... Uh, gets near the sphere and the sphere ignores her 
uh, Lashti says it's not interested in women, and Cassidy responds, "What a homo!" Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have gone. That's over not cool. <laughs> kind of wondering how literal that translation is. Yeah, I know, but oh please, uh, oh please, haters. Tell me how horrible Funimation is. Tell me how horrible they ruin everything because they had the decency to cut that line out. Please. I would love to hear your bitching. Yeah, it's quite the opposite of the reaction that people had to the... uh, Gamergate thing in uh, prison school. I was actually going to reference uh, when Is This a Zombie was airing on Chiller. Mm -hmm. There's a line about well he's you know he's cross-dressing and there was a less than pc line in that and people were like oh how dare funimation so yeah well people will learn their lesson if there's one thing we've learned people are going to jump over all over funimation for anything so yeah. yeah i mean sometimes it's deserved like with the free eternal summer dub but other times Ooh. it's just people being weebs or being stealth weebs rather Everybody's gonna find something to complain about. Oh yeah, especially these days. Everybody's like, "Oh, that's offensive." Fuck you. (laughs) If I'm gonna offend you, I will offend you, and I will not (laughs) apologize at all. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, we're uh, moving right along in this story arc, and uh, not a whole lot happened in this episode. They fought some robots. They <clears> realized <throat> that uh, they had uh, discount Daleks. Get the end of it. Yeah, they had they <laughs> discount Daleks in this episode. Did have those. I also like uh, how Hero kind of looked like uh, All Might, my, my Hero Academia, when he was flying. <laughs> I was waiting for the laugh. <laughs> oh, it, it could be something. Yes. Although, I'll, as much as we're not really seeing much of the uh, other collectors, I kind of like how some of them are designed, too, in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know, obviously, KK looks like something that everyone has probably seen in the movie The Matrix, but I actually kind of think it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, that's yeah. just an example. But, I mean, like, I kind of like, I will, like, I'm sure they're just looking. minor characters and whatnot, but they, they all kind of seem pretty, at least, cool looking, for me, at least. Yeah, I think the author just kind of had fun designing the various characters and how they would, what kind of coils they would use and and such. So, and uh, if you were hurting for some giant robots on Tsunami, <laughs> there you go. There's some, <laughs> Finally. you know, I mean, sure, like I, I said, mean, they sound like discount Daleks, but at the same time, it's like, well, that's the closest we'll ever get to Doctor Who on Tsunami, sadly. <laughs> Very but true. isn't there like an animated Doctor Who thing? There's a couple things, but they're not. Thanks, Dulas. I would, said, I would have just said beats me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was pretty oh. sure some existed. I have no idea if they're any good, but I don't know. I don't watch but Doctor there's Who. Like I just know Daleks. Two random things that fit somewhere in the David Tennant era, and like I think there's one mm-hmm. with a Doctor that didn't get used or something. I see. Trivia. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Trivia, trivia. It's a real whodunit. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts on this episode? Pumped up for the matchup that we're about to see with Loser and Kioma. 
I mean, that's at least what they're Ooh, yeah. playing up. Fist fight. Well, the first fight that they had was kind of like interrupted where they had to fight together. But now I'm hoping that it's a real like mano a mano kind of like to see who really is like the best collector kind of a thing. As as corny and as cheesy as that sounds, it's it's what uh, I feel like it's been played up with. Like loser seems to know more than Kioma does, and yet Kioma wants to learn more. And I feel like Kioma is going to regret learning as much as he does, considering the PTSD that he was showing earlier. Mmm, strong possibility. I'd like to see them actually explore that, but why do I get the feeling I'm going to be disappointed? Because you're a cynic? Well, not just that, it's just that, <laughs> you know, Dimension W has not impressed me at all. It's just like, yeah, it's there. There's nothing bad about it. It's just nothing good about it either. It's not exemplary. It's just kind of okay. It's just there, you know? It's fallen off the wagon, I feel, because I actually really enjoyed the first couple of episodes with it. Like, it oh, seems yeah, diff- it had a strong start. But yeah, it's it. I, I from what I from my personal experience of watching it, the the fourth and fifth episode when you're at the lake, that was just. It's tough to really get through that and really say, yeah, this has been really impressive, kind of thing. Like that kind of slowed things down, and then it just kind of fallen off from what yeah. the the start it had. I mean, that arc was, those two episodes were interesting, but, like, even, I, I've seen them, like, three or four times now, and I, it, it's real hard to follow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I do think the series had a stronger start than at least a midsection, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But at least we have They're loser. watching. <laughs> yeah. At least we have Loser, arguably. The best character. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my favorite's Mira, but that's a whole other subject. CJ there. Well, no, it's just like... You have a thing for robotic she, girls, huh? Oh, no, no, no. It's more just along the lines of like the outfits that she gets to go in. I like her hat. I actually really like the hat and the hairpins. Nice they, hair. they match. It goes really well. Fashionista CJ. Hairpins. <laughs> Okay, if all of a sudden I see random people picketed outside my house looking like Mary, I know who to call and be like, what have you done, Jim? What have you started? <laughs> Get him! He's a robosexual! <laughs> Apologize for nothing. Sorry, I, maybe I work for Funimation. That's why people are upset. <laughs> maybe. Well, uh, I guess we'll read the talkbacks. Yes, please. Idealistic underscore soul writes in, you think by now Kioma would realize Mira is more than a normal robot. You'd think so, but he's pretty dense. He's pretty, yeah, he is pretty thick-headed. It's really more along the lines of, he realizes that she is more than a normal robot, but he thinks it's stupid that she is. Yeah, or it's like, this isn't possible sort of stuff. Like, this is a superfluous feature for a robot to have. You pass butter. <laughs> you pass butter. Oh. Uh. <laughs> that robot coming to the realization that his life is just <laughs> passing butter. <laughs> Coils. You just get to the I just imagine, uh, you know, Kioma gets that twitch in his eye like Brock Samson or something. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, I can see that. 
Gamer for Life 123 writes in, Kyoma playing Cat's Cradle with the robot. Well, better than playing Skin the Cat with the robot. It's getting uh, vague thoughts of Star Wars and at ats. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse ATATs. <laughs> yes. Japhis and Craig writes in. Who stripped the unconscious Lashti down to her bra? She was fully clothed in the previous scene. Thank you. Well, I guess not everyone hates the fan service. I guess <laughs> not. I know some people are like, Where, when, where's the unnecessary fan service in this episode? But when it came, no one was saying a damn thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just anime fans, two-faced people. I do gotta wonder <laughs> that particular moment when Mira's using her tail and that particular pose. I was like, uh <laughs> huh, yeah, animators, okay. Wasn't that where she like threw that huge piece of rubble and she's like, "Take that!" Like just chucking that absolutely huge piece of rubble at that robot. Mm, that was after it. I okay, mean, I was... what, what you're talking about is before. What okay, she did. this was say... when she was just shutting down the coil. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Which is, oh boy, that tail can do some interesting things. <laughs> also, also that was Jim's uh, favorite, or Jen's favorite feature as well. I can uh, imagine. No one like knows. the transforming tip of it is like, hey, ooh. <laughs> that, that would probably pierce skin if you, you know, got her angry enough. I don't know. I'd, that would be interesting to see her fight with her tail. You don't, you don't get to see that. <clears throat> Rob Barracuda writes in, The evil giant energy ball only absorbs men? I didn't know it was a fan of Holland Oats. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't quite get it either. <laughs> Urban Dictionary really didn't help either. Mm. Which we tried to go in that route. <laughs> Oh, I, I think someone invented a, an explanation. It wasn't a good one. Yeah. Oh, darn, you're on to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we're, we're trucking right along, and uh, there's four episodes left. Wow, already. It is only a, what, 12-episode series? Mm, yeah, yeah, it's only a 12-episode series. You know, aside from the OVA that we may never see. Yeah, that's usually that stuff. <laughs> Probably is included. never see. Well, that stuff is usually included as a incentive for people to buy the discs. And it's most likely not going to be anything plot related anyway. It's probably just going to be like a side story baby with, you know, Mira being silly. Yeah, show and rundown, Kilma guys. And Kilma, are, uh... and Kilma staring at her like, you know, like, you know, giving him her the thousand mile stare or the finger of death stare. Show rundown, guys. We're taking bets that it's just going to be another day in the life of Mira. Where she uses her this. I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with it either. <laughs> yeah. Very Watching rarely Watching her interact those... with the world is pretty entertaining. Well, very rarely Maybe. are those OVA episodes anything of substance, to be quite honest. It's true. Some of them can I'm be just funny, being though. Completely honest. I remember the OVA and Angel Beats that kind of made me laugh a bit. 
Mm. I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't like you say; it wasn't much of substance. But I was kind of like, oh, it's enjoyable. At least it was a little extra content. Yeah, Bakemonogatari had like eleven episodes on TV, and then four other OVA episodes or something like that. Oh, yeah, something like that. That show probably put some substance in its OVAs. Very likely, considering they made four of them. A <laughs> sketch, Karoko Connect. Kokoro oh, jeez. Yeah. Kokoro Connect actually had some OVAs, yeah. Like, have the next... Like, those were actual episodes Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you kind of needed to see. So it was super annoying that they weren't streaming anywhere. Yeah, kind of a dick move, but then again, that's kind of how you do it. Although, you know, slippery slope there. You know, it's like, hey, we can make complete and utter tripe and then, you know, (laughs) make all the good episodes on disc. Uh... I don't know. Yeah, but I am getting kind of annoyed at the uh, relative. Uh, it, it it seems pretty common for at least one episode to be OVA exclusive for quite a few shows lately, and, and then it won't get dubbed because of rights crap. Mm, it forget <laughs> dubbed. It won't subbed even, illegally. <laughs> it won't. It won't even be available in the U.S. in some cases. Which is that's kinda, that makes no sense to me. Kind of poop. <laughs> with how, pirate, that, that with how piracy happy the uh, anime industry is, and how they continue to yeah, you think that they it. don't give them a reason not. to justify it. You know, it's all yeah. about them wanting to sell more manga, honestly, because they keep I, bundling I, I stuff so. in there. Oh, that's the other thing they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, I mean. The fact that we're probably not going to get like even some of those Attack on Titan things brought over here, and a well, I think they might be like subbing one of them, but I don't think we're going to get those dubbed. Even with how popular that franchise is, there are yeah. some DBZ things that never got brought over. Wow, officially, there you go. Or at That's least not dubbed. Oh, Son Goku. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for our Dimension W recap. And uh, this is the part of the show where we say that's the only recap that we're doing. At least for now. Uh, we have decided that it, we, we have never done weekly recaps of a long-running series. So even though Hunter Hunter is a dub premiere, we will not be doing those. And if that bums you out, show rundown. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying this before. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, but at the same time. We, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. But we, uh, the plan for now is to periodically recap arcs or, you know, give our thoughts on story arcs or, you know, if anything in a particular episode is of interest, we'll you know, discuss it with the rest of the lineup the way that we <clears> discuss <throat> the other shows. So that's what we're going to do going forward. And, uh, you know, we don't know what's coming next to Toonami. Uh, we'll decide whether or not we recap that show when we get to it. But I have, uh, I have a wish list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you don't do. We all. I'm sure you do. Pretty much the only thing left on my wish list is Madoka Magica. <laughs> and oh, Punch Jim. Man, but that's it. Oh, Jim. We've can't. talked about that so much, though. <laughs> Mm. I tell you, Monica is not a bad choice for replacing Champloo if they want to keep running at least one sort of older classic show, mm. like modern classic. I mean, not like uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens with we'll that. See. 
We shall see. We shall see. But because it was the premiere of Hunter Hunter, we thought we would at least share our initial thoughts on the show so far, the first episode and the dub. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and open up the floor to CJ. Oh, why? My, this is such a nice, nice little treat you've given me, Sketch. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like some people already know how I feel about this show, but <laughs> uh, but um, I'm pretty pumped for it. I thought this was a show that really belonged on a blo- on the block tsunami, especially considering how how used to I am seeing uh, Shonen Adventures on uh, the block as well. So this was really good. It's one of my favorites. Um, I don't know why either of, of why I really like Gone. Like I really like him as a main character, even though he's a little too optimistic on things but uh i'm I'm pumped about it i i've already seen all the episodes sub so this is just a treat to be able to watch it again and dubbed i mean uh, my brother is watching it for the first time now which is a fun experience because he seems really intrigued with it as well um and i i i picture a lot of the voice really really fitting with the characters after watching it sub two, it sounds pr- it sounds pretty impressive to me. So I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna love a lot of the action scenes. Um, I'm excited to see the characters kind of really show their stuff when we get to you know more forward in this arc. I don't I, I won't spoil much about that uh, about what's gonna happen and things like that. But it it should be fun to see the kind of you know sequences. Uh, funny, funny moments that I remember too that should be good around this because I can already tell Leorio is becoming a favorite with some on the podcast right now. So, uh, what do you, Leorio oh, has always no. been one of my favorites. <laughs> I never knew because we've never really talked about Hunter Hunter until like we knew it was coming. So, are, are I know talking, my favorite is Karapika. Uh, Karapika. So, are, are, are you talking about the uh, black, the white version of Jarrell? <laughs> <laughs> Because I've, I've already I've already declared that on Twitter that that yes, yes, Mario is the white version of Darrell. But so. uh, no, no, it's, I think it's going to do well in the sense of that it'll it, it's not going to be like a, a sense where they're going to drop it like uh, some people might have thought it could happen. So I'm just I'm feeling pretty positive with it, and you know it's mm. it's a fun little adventure. It should be good. It's only three years. <laughs> only three years. Only three years. <laughs> Plus. Plus, hey, that's a drop in the bucket compared to a couple other shows. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Naruto, <laughs> Naruto shit puden. Oh, stop. I like Sketch's oh, uh, description of One Piece. It's a moving target. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Halfway through, One Piece is a moving target. Yep. <laughs> Although, um, uh, CJ, you and I were at the um, One Piece uh, podcast panel at uh, Anime Boston. And uh, we and uh, we heard Zach Logan say that Oda has said that uh, One Piece is about seventy percent done, according to him. Yeah, but that's for the manga. Seventy percent. Whoa. Yep, seventy <laughs> percent. But huh? let's just hope the last arc isn't as long as Dressrosa was, <laughs> or as uh, Bleach's current manga arc. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that supposed to end like two years ago? No. <laughs> That's kind of the running joke with Bleach. Wasn't yeah. it, Bleach, wasn't it supposed to end two years ago? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He just keeps putting in comics, and they just keep putting them in the magazine. Right? And they keep, uh, as long as the paychecks keep showing up every week, I guess, uh, you know. Oh, and one other thing. 
Mm-hmm. I'm excited for chapter 350 of Hunter Hunter that should be out tomorrow. I'll be reading. Oh, oh yeah. Hunter Hunter just came off hiatus again, didn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay. The hiatus is over. And it will return in two weeks. No, I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. Hopefully. Well, no. apparently last time it was just nine chapters or something. <laughs> yeah, nine chapters, and then he goes on hiatus again. And if you want to read those nine chapters, Viz has made it super easy to get caught up on uh, where. Well, actually, the kind of stupid thing is there is at least one chapter that is not included in their package deal that they have on their website for you to get caught up on Hunter Hunter from where the anime ends. So, well, uh, I believe the printed volume is available for that other chapter. So there's your means of reading it, which you probably won't. <laughs> I did. I should <laughs> at least be a recap of some sort in the issue. Uh, that's, first, that's good. Quote unquote new chapter starts. That's, that's good. Cause yeah. I bought the bundle and I, once I get through the very end of the sub, I will be starting that. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, thinking of buying the bundle and then if I just continue reading it and Shona Jump be like, but I would like to read all these other Shona Jump manga, but I'm so horribly behind on all of them. You don't want to jump into <laughs> chapter 32 of World Trigger? Yeah. I'm probably not going to read World Trigger in general, but like, <laughs> I'm way behind on Food Wars and One Piece and... Oh, Sketch, they have a bundle at least for the first 10 volumes for $35. That's pretty good, hmm. actually. And Torico, the first 15 for 30 Wow. It's, it's not bad at all. I've been I'm doing some a little, research, I'm sorry. I compulsively read Torico <laughs> for a while. My thoughts on digital books are still a little, eh, I'd rather have the physical yeah. thing, but, you know, you can't get those Hunter Hunter chapters any other way at the moment, so. So, uh, yeah. That's, that's an option. Moving on. Yeah, I'm. I'm also excited that good timing that the manga is starting back up right when the show starts airing on Toonami. I mean, good good coincidence there, and apparently it is a coincidence. Mm. No, some big ongoing plot. <laughs> yes, it was all a big ongoing plot. But this is very exciting because even though. Like, the 99 show got dubbed, and it was released on home video. Never streamed anywhere. Well, there was but too it early did. for that. <laughs> yeah, it was on the Funimation channel, oddly enough, hmm. even though Viz brought it over. And it, it played there, but this is by far the most mainstream exposure that Hunter x Hunter has gotten in the U.S. So this is very exciting for fans of Hunter x Hunter, and uh, hopefully it creates new fans. Well, yeah, I do hope the exposure does it well. Well, if the uh, Chrono Cross mixed with Dragon Quest uh, vibe continues, then I would probably uh, end up liking it a lot. Uh, feasibly. <laughs> Trust me, I've had the whole fucking thing spoiled for me. So uh, everybody's uh, like, everybody's like, oh my god, watch the Chimera and Ark. How many episodes in is it? Uh, this many. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a really brutal arc. 
<laughs> yeah, oh god, don't get me started. <laughs> Ugh, like, but I do have a question. I remember um, the video game J Stars. Do you think that might have also helped with at least getting people a little exposed to Hunter Hunter? Because I, I remember when I was playing, uh, like I started my first character I played with was gone, and my brother was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is that Hunter Hunter was already out and about for a while. How long has that manga been going? Like, you know, since 1999. Since 99. Yeah. So like. No, no, no. Before that, in Japan. Yeah. So a year after One Piece started, stuff like that, and um, the simple fact that it's been around for a long time. But and yeah. Viz did release the graphic novels for many years. Yeah, they have. They've credit to Viz when it comes to my the manga of Hunter Hunter. They have been uh, doing a good job of getting out of it, of getting it out and keeping it up despite potentially it's low numbers. Or they could be said about various other series. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, they did their best. Uh, tr- they uh, tried their best with uh, JoJo uh, before JoJo exploded. And, mm. uh, yeah. Thankfully, they they came back to that. Yeah, they did. Mm. The Jojonian. Should. I need to uh, get more of Battle Tendency before they begin with uh, Stardust Crusaders. Mm. I like <clears throat> Battle Tendency. Young Joseph is a great protagonist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder why you would say that, Sketch. Ah, he is. <laughs> oh, no, I agree. I th- he he's probably my favorite oh, character. Oh, you're noting the fact that I have that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> an avatar on Skype. Uh, uh, JoJo character. Why not? It'd be my, my second favorite is the duck. The uh, old duck. Yeah, the duck. Uh, duelists. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts? Uh, I'll just I'll at the very least say I think that they're doing real good by the English. Dub, it's very, mm-hmm. some very, very good casting. Um, <clears throat> like I think you could gather, I've seen most of the, the sub. I think it's probably one of the best and most. Oh my god! I need to see the next episode. Kind of shows I've seen in a while. So, mm. and man, it is from the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho. So, for any of you who loved that. So, yeah, yeah I, I, show's good. I think you will get into it. And it's, it's as far as long running shonen go, it has like, I don't even know if it really has any filler. Just for those episodes. of you that, uh, <sighs> two oh, recap you episodes. Yep. And they're really, and they start off in the beginning too. So it's really early. And once they're out of the way, they're out of the way, which is mm. great. Mm hmm. Just the um, trucking along, and the pace stays really, really brisk up until probably about, um, I don't know, some, something like 60 episodes in, and then it slows down a little, and then about 100 episodes in, it slows down a bit more. But well, I guess that's even- the advantage. Sorry, Duelus, but uh, I guess that's the advantage of having a crap ton of material to work with. You had, you know, exactly. what, 13, what, 13 years of material to work with before you even uh, put Look, a, I understand uh, that they want to, you know, strike while the iron's hot when a manga is really popular. But at the same time, it's like, man, it, it works out so much better when you don't do that. Does he end up not having to make single episodes and adapt them panel for panel. And, mm. and also, 
Yes. <laughs> and, and then there's just a lot of anime that's, you know, starting mm. strong and then it might only get one season because just not enough of the materials getting out there and then doesn't get yeah. come back to. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but I don't see it changing too much as a... So what we're really saying is, why can't all anime be like Parasite? <laughs> <laughs> what? Get made? This is like, true. This is true. Ten years, years after before. the fact? By the way, where and the we f- have is, nothing. By the way, where the f- is my Cage of Eden anime? Give it time. <laughs> is that something I should look into? Yes, Cage of Eden is fantastic. All right. All right. So, except for the ending, the, but you'll enjoy yeah. the journey. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, shows with a good journey definitely have their merits. Mm-hmm. So, or, you Absolutely. know, stories. Yeah. I don't even know if Cage of Eden was officially licensed. I heard about it from a friend, um, which I was, my interest was piqued, yes, and I read a little bit of it, but I don't know if it, I think I've seen it on, uh, I think I've seen it licensed. Hang on a second. Well, while you figure that out, uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts, Paul? Ah, uh, well, my thoughts. Uh, I like the first episode. Um, I do like the the dubbing of it. I have to laugh at all those idiots online that were going, oh, I don't like the dub after watching a not even minute promo for Hunter Hunter. Uh, you're all fools and you're all idiots, so go cry <laughs> in the corner. A promo is really never something to you should be basing the entire oh, dub right. quality off of. I've like mm-hmm. I've made that mistake before myself, but it's it's not a good thing to do. And um, I I think I'm going to keep going forward with doing this, but I put a poll up on Toonami News right after the the episode played on the East Coast. And as of now, with 558 votes, uh, 88% say they did like the first episode of Hunter x Hunter, while 12% said no. So... I'm guessing it's going to stick around for a while as long as it stays like this. So, uh, I'm I'm I th- I think that this anime has no no problem as long as it stays like this uh, of sticking around for a long time. Uh, mm. I don't I don't see that happening. I don't see it getting pulled, so to speak. So, um, we'll just have to wait and see. And there again, you know, as we were talking about what was it two one or two episodes ago on the podcast. You know, we got to wait and see what happens with Kai, because if Kai goes, this will go up to the front of the block. So oh, at least, that, at least that's cool, what we I think. Mean, I don't yeah. know. Could, could, could be what they're thinking, could not be what they're thinking. Well, we'll have to we'll wait see. and yeah. I honestly don't know what they would put at midnight if they did not have a Dragon Ball property. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. if you got something new, you got something new. You got well, something that runs for a long time. Something people obviously like. In I Hunter mean, there's Hunter. obviously why not? Samurai Jack eventually would mm, be yeah. a thing. Well, and, and, but and you also have to take into consideration too. And I don't really read too much into this, but you know, Justin Rojas was just in Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. I don't, I don't know what that's all about. I mean, that probably was maybe just a vacation, but I mean, we've seen. You know, we've seen some things, so they may have had to go themselves to Japan and uh, hmm. wrangle a certain Dragon Ball well, series. Funimation also was on the production committee for Dimension W, and yeah. who knows, maybe this is something that they'll, you know, start doing with a bit of regularity is, you know, uh, getting some, 
uh, putting money into a production committee so they can have the rights instead of having to um, license an anime and lose yeah. it mm-hmm. after, after a certain period of time. Well, I don't know at- if that's how it works, but um, I'm just going by the example of uh, Adult Swim co-funding uh, Ghost in the Shell and uh, Standalone Complex and Second Gig. Well, and mm-hmm. then there's also obviously Fully Cooly, and um, there's that. Yep, probably Samurai Jack. I would say too. I, that's probably obvious. Though I still, I still laugh at the fact that it's <laughs> being done at Cartoon Network Studios, but that's neither here nor there. Um, well, I mean, Adult Swim doesn't really have the animation facility. Oh no, no, they don't. They don't. And, and you know what? I'll be honest with you. Like it, it couldn't. Probably be- mostly going to get farmed out to Rough Draft Korea anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Because that's what the original series was, as far as I recall. We'll, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I'm excited for that. But I'm also excited to see where this goes. So, uh, you know, as long as Hunter Hunter yeah. keeps it up, I don't see it leaving anymore. Yeah, as far as first episodes go for a shonen, like getting you right into the story, this did a really good job. I would actually argue it's maybe a little too frantically paced. <laughs> it jumps around a bit, but... It's definitely better than the opposite. <laughs> I will say this. You definitely kind of at least somewhat hooked after the first episode of the 2011 version. I watched the first episode of the 99 version like a year or two ago, and I was like, I don't really care at the end of it. It could it be the, long. the dub was not great, and I think I watched well, the, the dub. Well, the dub was it. pretty bad. You should have so watched there's, the sub. There's that. But Ugh. Gon's voice and that was so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we, we should say that er- Erica Mendez does does his voice, right? Yeah, yeah, n- yeah, she's doing the voice in this one. Okay, yeah, she she does a wonderful. <clears throat> I was very impressed. Like I was really impressed by her doing his voice. Like I, I was just like, wow, okay. I have to be done. I was really impressed with uh, Erica Harla- Harlacher. Is that how you pronounce it? Harlacher, yeah, I think. Harlacher. Like, I've never think heard Halcha her do a boy. From, think Halcha from Pokemon. Nice. I've never heard her do a male character, especially like a teenage yeah, one. Me so, like, this was a complete shock. And, like, list, like, at first, when I first heard before I knew who uh, was doing it, I was like, I wonder who that was. And hearing it was her, I was like, what? That's amazing. That was really good. Mm. Yeah. I, I really liked it. And you can kind of figure that this, you know, this is the first episode, so they're going to get better. Oh, that, yeah. That's almost always the case, that the, the actors are going to get better once they you know, get into the groove and the, they and the director kind of you know, bring it together and, and start churning out even better performances because they're familiar with the characters, the motivations of the characters, and you know, the kinds of tones that they should have. So... Should it should only get better from here, and it's already off to a good start. So I'm I'm very pleased because oh man, how awful would it have been if this was a bad dub? <laughs> Wouldn't have been great. It's like yeah, Hunter Hunter on to now. Oh, this is horrendous. Make it go away. They cast gone. Uh, was that guy David Moo? Did the four kids Sanji? David Moo. Oh my god. Well, now that you brought up four kids, interestingly enough, Rachel Lillis played Mito. So I guess she 
might have moved to Los Angeles along with some of the other folks from New York that are probably moving to get more work, honestly. So hey, good, yeah. good for her. Good for her. <clears throat> Can't that, be that uh, kind that's of Misty slash Jesse from the original Four Kids Pokemon dub, and she's voiced many other characters for Four Kids. But that's it's interesting because Veronica Taylor's in Sailor Moon. So, and uh, Mike Sinter Nicholas is in a lot of Los Angeles dubs lately. So, yeah, good, good, good for them finding work because it seems like it's a little dry in New York. Yeah, that, that well has been drying up for years. It's, uh, They've probably been doing a lot of non-anime though. Oh well, yeah, they do a lot of video games, and uh, I mean, like. Sinter Nicholas is uh, his studio is bi-coastal, so it, they work out of New York and California. So I didn't even know he had one. This shows what I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in YAV Post, which now also exists in California. Interestingly enough, LAAV Post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it Nya Post has <laughs> just, <laughs> just so much. Much better ring to it, right? Mm. They have a the cat mascot. Yeah, post. <laughs> ah. Yeah, off, off to a good start. Uh, resoundingly positive, at, at least as far as talkbacks go. I didn't see any particularly negative talkbacks. I think the most negative thing I heard is, oh, I'll, I'll give it a few more episodes to decide. So that's fair. But, uh, I mean, if you like shonen stories... The, the adventure, going on adventure with your pals and uh, or learning life become, lessons. Enemies and, that become yeah, friends. Yeah, <laughs> enemies that become, become enemies. friends or frenemies and, you know, somebody trying to achieve a goal, all of that good stuff that you find in Naruto and One Piece and Dragon Ball, then you're probably going to like Hunter x Hunter because everything that is good about a shonen series, Hunter x Hunter does well. Some damn good fights. I can, tell oh, there's yeah, a, yeah. I can tell there's a lot of care that was put into uh, uh, Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Um, but as far as production value go, this is Madhouse. I was about to say, Jim, I wonder why. Not dealing with the nonsense of toy animation. <laughs> Very true. Oh, something we didn't bring up is, uh, I don't know what they're going to do next week, but we got the full opening this week, and they did a not terrible shortened down version of the ending theme mm, my bets are on no opening it will be available when they uh, on demand and streaming like naruto they have the full opening on those videos and they won't air it on tv and they'll leave the ending the size that it is because the shows just keep getting sh- shorter and shorter runtime. i swear it's uh kind of annoying Oh, we will Still, nothing's going to beat Shippuden for the amount cut. This <laughs> is true. Time. This is true. Well, I mean, Shippuden's already pretty short length episodes as it is. So, well, yeah, well, it's it's possible that they'll keep Departure. I wouldn't bet on it, but maybe if the runtime is short enough, and I think it arguably is, they they may leave it. I'm not so sure how I feel about that because I'd rather they keep the full endings, even though I do like Departure. 
but the endings one <clears throat> departure is the song that you hear for the entire there's a slightly yeah. different version but it's the entire run of the show kind of like dragon soul I, mean, I think the visuals change a decent amount yeah the they visuals do. do change so and they use that. different lyrics in the song as well but yeah they, they, still they the do song. yeah and it's a good song it's very it's, it you know it pumps you up it's it's a good song <laughs> but i do like the endings and they're a lot more varied so if we just get snippets of the endings i guess that's okay i yeah like Dula said, I didn't think it was a bad cut of uh, that ending. Because re- what they basically did is they cut like the first 30 seconds and then like the last 10 or so. It's decent. Yeah. It stops fairly non-awkwardly. I do kind of, it's unfortunate because I really like the beginning of it. But yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they do with later endings because eventually the endings, kind of like how they technically do with Dimension W start mm. before the episode finishes so i feel like we may end up having a situation where they just kind of fade the endings out at some point Maybe. are we gonna don't, get a cheesy western ending i don't think it, it would be i don't know that they'd even have the material <laughs> to be able to i'm assuming that it was possible with dimension w because you know funimation being on the production team and all that mm. they probably had more access to like the original sound files Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, we'll see what they do with uh, Hunter Hunter in those future episodes. Because I at least really like yeah. the first two endings. Mm, yeah, those are good. And some <clears throat> of the later ones are really good, too. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Only time will I'm tell. just hoping that a certain character makes an appearance in episode two. <laughs> oh, Oh man, that just that brief moment of Hisoka from the bump, I was like, oh, it's perfect. It sounded perfect. so good. Oh my so god. Like, That's one where you can judge from just a bumper. Oh yeah. my god. It's like it seems that poor man's arms have turned into flower petals. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man. That's that's so good, but also the bump that they had. That was and speaking of bumps, new bumps, everybody! Oh, <laughs> yes! Now, now all of you can be happy and stop <laughs> complaining about it. It's done. You don't have to worry about don't that. Don't expect I, new ones until after Champlu. <laughs> I, I feel like the most unfortunate thing is I don't think Tom talks about walruses anymore. Oh, uh, that is a shame. That is a shame. I actually, <laughs> I'm not super thrilled with uh. Uh, I like the the intro that they use for Dimension W with the show starting, <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't think that the the rest of the bumps for Dimension W were particularly good. They're just kind of eh. eh. Oh, well. Can't they, they can't all be winners? Samurai Champloo's was a winner. Oh yeah, <laughs> they had some uh, old Chris Devo music. Chris Devo. Yeah. Yeah, they snuck some. I, uh, I believe they used a uh, "Spirited Away" remix track for one of the shows as well. Which I find it interesting that they've been reusing some of those. I figured that they might be like a little gray area to use for one reason or another, but I guess not. And I'm not complaining because they used it in like the recent lineup promo as well. Mm-hmm. The uh, Nausicaa one, I think. Yeah, yeah, they they used it the. Uh, Tail end of the lineup promo, which is good lineup promo. Like mm. 
Good stuff. And they played it a lot. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and read these talkbacks. First, from our very own Durrell. Well, I enjoyed the fact that the captain was drinking at the helm, but he's still a Navy bum. <laughs> yes, he is. He had a Michael nose, Morse. He had a nose like Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I noticed Captain that. Santa. Like Captain Santa. Bad Santa. <laughs> Michael Morris writes in, Leorio wants to be the next Richie Rich. <laughs> well, I mean, if it ain't about the money. Richie's got to get paid. <laughs> Gamer for Life 123 wrote in, I thought Leorio was going to say for the ladies. No, 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 no. You're missing the point. You get money, and then the ladies come naturally. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like the fact that Leorio... Now, granted, Leorio, there's more to him than this, but at this point, it's just kind of refreshing to have a character that's just like, I, I'm doing it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> and not just like a throwaway character either. Last time I took a job for... Last time, all I saw was dollar signs and took the job. I quit two days in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Like I said, this character is Darrell. The white version of Darrell. <laughs> <clears throat> so you would not cast Darrell in a live-action version of Hunter Hunter? Oh, yes, I would. Just to f*** with people. <laughs> <laughs> I say, can we, can we, can we get that on Kickstarter? Black, you know? I want this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Think about this. Picture this. I, I want everybody to picture this. Close your eyes. A black version of the Oreo. I can dig it. <laughs> That's true yeah, right there. Is a fro involved. <laughs> there would you be. You don't a even need it. No, you don't even need that. You just need him. You just need Leorio to be black, and it will get everyone's panties in a bunch. I would love it. No, I would I love think to. Think could rock those sunglasses that he wears. Yeah, but have have the, like, the stampede glasses. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have Darrell uh, voice it too. That would be hilarious. Why does Leorio and Gon have pretty much the same haircut? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Popular. They both look like they just stuck their tongue in an electrical socket. So, uh, <laughs> same, same barber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Outley. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? All right, more talkbacks. Joshua Knighton writes in, Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home, and when he died, all he left was a gone. Boo. <laughs> Jing didn't die. He just left. Because he's a he bad died dad. in Vito's eyes. You know, it's he went out to get a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. It's kind. Of, it's also kind of refreshing that that Gon isn't like mad at his father. He's just like you know, if he left for that reason, it must have been important. If I like, caught wow. fishes, yeah. dude. If I caught fishes like the one that he caught at the beginning of the episode, I wouldn't be mad about anything. Yeah, that was kind <laughs> of some Goku shit. Yeah. Gone pretty much is Kid Goku. <laughs> oh my god, no, don't do this to me. Oh, what if they had cast, uh, what's her face? That's <laughs> gone. I can't, the, the original Goku. Uh, voice actress in Japanese? No, no, no. 
Well, actually, the Japanese about... actress is Naruto's. Hmm. Is that? But oh, um, no wonder I didn't want to watch Hunter Hunter at first. I, I can't <laughs> think of her, I can't think of her name, but that's from the the original dub of it, right? Yeah, not the original dub at all. No, well, He's, no, the uh, the Funimation Dragon Ball dub. Yeah, oh, I don't know who it is. It's also in Lake Plaza Turbo. I just can't think of her name right Stephanie now. Stephanie Naum Nodenly. Stephanie yeah. Nodenly. Yeah. Uh wouldn't have been bad, but uh, I, I I'm very that, happy for Erica getting this role because I mean Stephanie Nodenly, you know, she she was Kid Goku for years, so and she I, I, should still be Kid Goku. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Gohan, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's just the little things, you know. It's uh, has neither here nor there, but I'm I'm very happy that that Erica Mendez gets a crack at Gohan, and because that's a big role, you know. She'll be voicing him for years. Seems to be a great voice pick. Honestly, I hadn't put a lot of thought into who would voice him because I I just really couldn't think of anyone that would have done it. Well, yeah, but. me either. It's uh, it's hard to cast this show. I mean, so, it's a little uh, different from her voice in Moggy when she's Aladdin, but it's kind of kind of like the same thing. It's fairly similar. I, I can also hear some Ryuko in there, but oh. I'm guessing <laughs> it's it's going to adjust over episodes and kind of find its place. But. So far, she's definitely got the enthusiasm, which is a big oh, yeah. part of Gone. If you if you can't nail that enthusiasm, then he's just just kind of annoying. Sketch, <laughs> sketch, nail that enthusiasm with a kiss. <laughs> that, that was impressive. It was. Oh my! Apparently, God. that, that took her a few takes to not bust up laughing. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. That's that's a, that's a long hold. <laughs> I could have gone longer. No, that's okay. <laughs> <clears throat> more talkbacks. Yeah, it's another from Joshua Knighton. Just more of a general. So that's Hunter Hunter, huh? This is what everyone is getting all hyped over. I see why. Very well done premiere. Yay. Okay. Stuff. Derek Sikinick writes in. Excellent episode of Hunter Hunter. Love the voice cast. Sounded great. Can't wait for more. I'm already craving the next episode. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. That's what yeah, it shows. Absolutely. Good. Good. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> Lord Terminal writes in, so would I be wrong in calling Hunter Hunter the anime equivalent of Adventure Time? Nah, yes. it needs more acid for it to be Adventure Time. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's considerably more grounded than think Adventure Time. As, also, think of it there's as more no like dog. Um, actually, think of it as more like uh, Monster Hunter the anime. Ooh, Ooh yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I want. In fact, I imagine that the Monster Hunter anime that is either soon to come out or already out or whatever is probably a lot like Hunter Hunter, <laughs> at least parts of Hunter Hunter. <laughs> Benjamin Pajon writes in, so I really like the Hunter Hunter dub, and seeing how I also really like the Yu Hawk show, I think I'm going to really enjoy myself. This could be uh, the second coming of Yu Yu Hakusho almost, because everything's like, you know, this does feel like, you know, the little shonen that could, you know? 
Oh boy, I hope it does better than you, Hakusho. Yeah, no, it was disappointing because well, there was a time when I wasn't at that time I wasn't really watching Tsunami and stuff, but I was like, wait a minute, Yu Yu Hakusho is on Tsunami? It's not just on Adult Swim. It moved. Yeah. <laughs> now Hunter Hunter's on both. Oh, mind blown! Ah, asshole. Full circle. <laughs> Allison writes in regarding Gone. So Gone Freak's English voice reminds me of Ash Ketchum. Good job, Erica. Hope I spelled that out right. <laughs> I yeah, I think so. Yeah, it does sound a little bit like uh, Ash. Just so as uh, stupid as Ash. Misty was berating Ash once again. <laughs> yeah, I think Ash sounded more annoying, but that's just me. The Pokemon. I don't think it's very one much at like time. Ash. There was All a, the Pokemon are gone. There was a lot of uh, Pokemon jokes that I had last night. <laughs> that, yeah. The Pokemon League rules say only one at a time. <laughs> That's what she said. Shout out for all of you guys that watch Pokesins. Pokesins. Oh my god, I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Moving on. Inuyasha-san87 writes in, So it turns out Viz can shorten ending songs without doing the speed-up treatment. This pleases me. Yeah, they're putting effort into this one. <laughs> at least it's not like one episode. At least, at least we didn't uh, get a bunch of still images over... Yeah. Like a bleach treatment. Yeah. Um, that was really disappointing when they switched over to that because for a while they had like the legit endings on Adult Swim's Bleach Run and then they switch over to what I like to call the Naruto dub ending. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. Well, I guess that's not entirely accurate because the Naruto dub ending, at least the one that ran on Toonami, just uses a original track, which is... Not so great. <laughs> the Bleach ones at least used the actual music that those endings were supposed to be, but still, the still images and the credits thing is just kind of... The lesson not, learned here, kids, always end your anime like JoJo. <laughs> With expensive oh, toys and yes. uh, you guys. American... No, it doesn't even have to be that. It's just with the uh, to-be-continued arrow. Oh, yeah. Oh. JoJo. <laughs> You like the to be continued era. That's become a full blown meme on YouTube. Uh, I like the I just like the ending theme. Which, which one? one? <laughs> the first one. Oh, roundabout, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that the- was a song in the seventies. That was a prog rock band named Yes. Go download it. It's real good. I like the fact that they use different parts of it, because it's a long song for yeah. an Seven episode. Minutes. It's like and they, they yeah. p- tend to pick the the parts that fit the mood of whatever you just watched the most. <clears throat> the latest season uses Soundgarden. Yeah, I just I just love how Jim and Sketch both go. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> We're wise to JoJo's musical tastes. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Speaking of shows with really damn good production values. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <sighs> if only other shonen had such great production values. But it's becoming more of the case that a lot of them are getting the seasonal treatments. So it tends to help with the production values mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, so JoJo's a case like that, whereas Hunter Hunter was just straight through. Yeah, well, they had a lot of they had a lot more material to adapt from, and they, um, I don't know, Madhouse kind of committed themselves to it from the start, which commendable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very commendable. So yeah, it's it's nice to see that Viz put in the effort to translate all the credits and and do all that because you know they. <laughs> they pretty much just send the Inuyasha and Naruto tapes as is yep. to Toonami and they kind of have to do whatever they do with them. But yeah, so kinda, clear, kinda clearly re- this is more. Kind of related to that. It, as far as Hunter Hunter, it is nice to see that you can still get a more modernly animated show with designs that harken back to like the 90s. Well, that's yeah. because the manga was started in 1998. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, just because I feel like a lot of stuff like goes for the overly shiny and character models mm-hmm. have become a little homogenized. You would say, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, a bit. It really is nice to have stuff like you know yeah. JoJo out there. Just well, that's to what break keeps me drew. That's what drew me into One Piece and continues to draw me into One Piece because well, they you know the character designs don't look like anything else. <laughs> One yeah. Piece has some of the wackiest character designs I've ever seen. That it does. This this is not news, but nope. Spoilers, Joe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mike Jin X89 writes in a young boy in green clothes going off on a big adventure. I'd say Hunter Hunter was Legend of Zelda if I wasn't convinced otherwise. Legend of Zelda meets uh, Monster Hunter. Frank Fullmetal writes in loved the first episode of Hunter Hunter. Gone is adorable. The opening really gets you pumped. Can't wait for more. Well, hopefully they keep it. <laughs> And Tenma975 writes in, Trust me, y'all, Hunter Hunter may seem troperific at first, but keep watching. It gets better and better. That's oh, actually part of the reason why it turned me off in the first place. I was like, yeah, I've seen this all before. Next. <laughs> yeah. What's to yeah, stop that's this true. from being anime the anime? <laughs> oh. Well, if you can make something that legitimately feels completely original these days, congrats to you because it's hard. It's it is, a lot it is hard. hard. Yeah, but you know, people were to, when I first watched uh, Hunter Hunter, people were talking <clears throat> about it like it was the best thing ever, and uh, people were constantly shoving it down my throat like, "Hey, watch Hunter Hunter." I'm like, "No," because it's boring to me stuff so it's like i've seen all this all these this stuff before i don't need to watch beyond the first episode but it gets better i promise yeah i've heard that before so well believe it this time as i said <laughs> well, it really I, does it's my jam. I to watch to it. it's my responsibility to watch it now <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. uh, there's a little bit yeah, of resignation not your in my voice on that one yes. to watch naruto <laughs> naruto <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about there, Naruto Jim. on the show. <laughs> Got you there, Jim. Yeah, but we don't talk about Naruto on this show. We do talk about Dimension W and Hunter Hunter. Wait, wait, wait. Why don't we talk about Naruto on this show? Because it sucks. No, because it's a long-running series. <laughs> That's we the will. rule. <laughs> we'll talk about Hunter Hunter more than we'll talk about Naruto. Don't <laughs> well, this, argue with well, me on this, Paul. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. 
Hunt, the only reason we're talking about Hunter Hunter is because it's brand new, brand newly dubbed, I should say, and on the block. Ship it in. We don't talk about is the same reason we don't talk about One Piece or Dragon Ball Z Kai because they're long running series, and we'd be here all night. <laughs> and Naruto so, sucks. So now onto the Parasite recap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, Parasite's over. <laughs> It's still on at three. Parasite episode one. <laughs> oh my god! Let's reference this. Uh, reference this show. <laughs> Your and we, we just, just like copy and paste every, it. You just copy and paste it from another every one. Every recap Parasite, and then just see if people catch on. I was like, wait a minute, haven't we heard this before? <laughs> wait, wait. Can you just splice in the one from the old episode? Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Absolutely, do that. Wait, All of a the guest idea. change. There. CJ is giving me an idea for next year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say it on this podcast, but you've given me an idea. <clears throat> okay, then. <laughs> well, there were other things that aired on Toonami this week, so uh, here's a few talkbacks for the other things. Oh, look, it's from Shippuden. Uh, <laughs> yep. Benjamin Pajon writes in, is it just me or does the Leaf song kind of sound like Lugia's lullaby from Pokemon 2000? Yeah, I got a Lugia. To that I have to say, hell if I know, I didn't watch it. I got a Lugia <laughs> for Naruto Shippuden. <laughs> see, you see, Duelist, this is why I said even if we promise to talk about arcs, Jim will never agree to talk about a Naruto arc ever. <laughs> you should have seen the epic Twitter argument we had uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> go on. Hey. I don't know. Um, Sketch, do you want to go over that very briefly? No. Uh, I don't even remember, man. <laughs> oh, okay. No, we have more talkbacks to, to, to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It's okay, then. Jefferson Craig writes in, now we know what happened to Emo Dandy. He was attacked by a negative hollow. I don't get it. I know what a hollow is, but a negative hollow? Negative ghost? It's, a, it's, a, it's what the ghosts are called. Oh. And what they, and what oh. Negative. One negative. One piece stole from Actually, I, I really enjoyed this game. <laughs> one piece stole One piece did it better. Actually, did the dub not call them negative hollows? I've seen this in Japanese. That was a very ice bear of you, Jim. <laughs> Sometimes he sounds like Ice Bear. All right, Ice Bear. next next talk back. Ice Bear wants to hear the next talk back. <laughs> Blatch Zero writes in, there was a lot of screaming in this week's episode of One Piece, so it must have been a tough slog for our beloved VAs. Yeah, they're oh, used to God. it by now. Yeah, they are. Uh, well, <laughs> I'd like to think, you know, you know what to do, but you never get used to it because you always walk out <laughs> sounding like, you know, you just guzzled a dozen sandpaper martinis. Yeah, especially like Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> Screaming as Usopp. Which just talking like Usopp is a bit of a strain, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sunny strain. That was. Ha ha! <laughs> All right, I got to talk about the greatest moment in that episode of One Piece. <laughs> the zombie comes out of the ground, and Luffy's just like <laughs> walks over there, pushes him back in. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even see it last night. And oh, that I sounds didn't. hilarious. Sketch, we figured out how to stop the zombie apocalypse. Just push, push him right him. back in. <laughs> do you do it with like one finger too? No, no, he did it with both hands. Oh, okay. 
And then the zombie comes back. It's like, hey, what'd you do that for? <laughs> Thriller Bark is not a bad arc for One Piece, honestly. Thriller Bark's pretty good, actually. And we get another crew member out of it in Brooke. Well, I mean, we already know how much Brooke is awesome, but I just mean like this, the ghosts that make everyone all depressed. It's just, it was so, the, oh, to gosh. me when I first saw that, it's so funny. I'm lower That's, than dog food. <laughs> <laughs> Julius, this is you just couldn't let that one down. Julius, this is in this is in Michael Jackson's uh, thriller. Okay, I heard you in the back. Yeah, Michael Jackson's thriller bark. Would have been a great ending theme. Thriller bark is that? Is that when you make like you know a replica of the thriller vinyl, but make it but make it out of chocolate bark? Or that? Hmm. Hmm. Tasty. Interesting. Interesting. Now, if you didn't know, a bark is a kind of boat with three sails. Oh. I looked it up. The more you know. The more I know, the more I want to stab myself. Next talk back. Uh, another from Benjamin Pajon, who's uh, talking about Parasite. Migi is the best and worst roommate of all time. I know where that's going. Yeah. Not touching it. Nah. No. <laughs> Don't worry, Gigi will. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, the feels that are going on there. Where's that leftover <laughs> What happened to my hand? I was eating it. <laughs> well, I sketch, you having a stroke so or something? How'd you learn to drive? Well, I mastered the Japanese language. And <laughs> Good point. Here's some money I stole off that truck driver. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if it has like your blood on it. <laughs> Sorry if it's all saliva eared and stuff. <laughs> oh, by the way, your DNA is all over the truck. So uh, about. The- uh, might want to go to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, well. Japan. Well, you don't want to go to China. <laughs> All right. That's it for the talkbacks. That is it for the talkbacks. All right. Well, for our topical discussion this week. Um, we've kind of not been updating too much on the Ghost in the Shell live action movie. Uh, and there's been various developments that we haven't discussed yet. So we're going to kind of catch up on that and, uh, more or less give our thoughts on, uh, the controversy. Oh, I have a lot is, to say. Uh, I bet think you, you have a lot to say. <laughs> But, uh, oh, boy. oh boy, here we go. So <laughs> wait a minute, here's... wait a minute, wait a minute. Let, let me say what we know about this Ghost in the Shell movie. Need but don't we need to backstory. do a proper intro? This is the intro. This is our backstory. Okay, so uh, what we know so far about the uh, Ghost in the Shell 
live action movie, which would probably be heavy on CGI. Uh, so since we've last talked about this, there've been many more people cast in it. I think the last time we mentioned any news about this, it was that, uh, Pillow Azbek as Bato, I think was the last thing we mentioned. We didn't, I don't think we ever mentioned that beat Takeshi Kitano was, uh, uh, is Daisuke Aramaki, which by the way is great casting. (laughs) Who's, uh, Aramaki? Uh, Yeah, uh, Beat Takeshi. Oh, Beat Takeshi is Aramaki. Okay, yeah, I can yeah. I can actually buy that. I was going to yeah. say, oh, well, no. Uh, he doesn't William really Knight, have the hair. <laughs> no, nah, not really, but neither does William Knight, so. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> so apparently the other members of Section 9 will be played by Chin Han, Danusia Samal, <clears throat> Lasaras Rature, Yutaka Izumihara and Tuwanda Mani 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 is that an L or an I? Oh, okay, tu, Tuwanda Manimo. I think I pronounced those correctly. My bad if I didn't. Uh, there's a character named Doctor Ulet who will be played by Juliet Binochet and Michael Pitt. Michael. Yeah, Michael Pitt will be the antagonist. And we're getting uh, different reports here. Some say that he's Kuze, as in individual 11 Kuze, and some say he's the laughing man. So, you know, whatever. (laughs) Uh, I would be happier if he was the laughing man because obviously if he's Kuze, that's another whitewashing. (laughs) We're we're not not too thrilled about that. But I would either. Yeah. Well, if he's the laughing man, there's something that has to be done. All of his lines have to get stubbed, o- dubbed over by Steve Bloom. Please. <laughs> they don't and have a choice in this to be blocked out by an icon. <laughs> they have no so choice really, in this. We matter. just hired him for the for for the shoulders down mm-hmm. <laughs> and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Fantabulous. Uh, so, film's crew includes cinematographer Jess Hall, editor Neil Smith, production designer Jan Rolos, costume costume designer Kurt Swanson, and Bart Mueller. And uh, who was the director of this thing? It's uh, this, ab- this abomination Rupert in making. Sanders. Oh God. And the writers are Jonathan Herman and Jamie Moss, according to IMDb. Okay. And we recently got a image of Scarlett Johansson as the major, not referred to as major. Kusanagi. Kusanagi. So there's that. Also, Though some uh, reporter is Kusanagi. I have to say uh, really quick that uh, Rupert Sanders has only ever directed television commercials. His only movie was Snow White and the Huntsman. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's the thing that is making me most concerned. Like, could they really not get the Wachowskis on this? <laughs> Why would you want the Wachowskis after they destroyed Speed Racer? Mm. They did I not be one of the only people that sort of enjoyed that movie. I liked their Speed Racer. I don't know what you're talking about. But considering they did The Matrix, you know that they can do Ghost in the Shell. 
<laughs> well, they already did Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a fair point there. <coughs> At any rate, there's definitely better directors, writers that they could have attached to this. I mean, does I seem to recall Steven Spielberg wanted some involvement in this, make, making sure that this got made. Why didn't he, like, put better people on it? Isn't, isn't he a he producer? Pro yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the producer. Or he, so, he will be if he wasn't the producer, then you know he might have been at some point. But well, well I think I think he still is. Yeah, because I I don't I specifically remember he said this he was, for a long time that he wanted yeah. to get this going. Uh, so far, um, it's just uh, Avi Arad and Stephen Paul are the producers for Ghost in the Shell. Hmm. He's not an executive producer on it. I don't see it as a uh, executive producer. Let's take a look and see what IMDb has to say. Yes, IMDb. I mean, it is a DreamWorks film, so in that sense, Spielberg is involved. But right, in a sense, yes. But he's not actually involved in any of the production here. Yeah. So uh, executive producers: Michael Costigan, Tetsuya Fujimura, Mitsuhisa Ishikawa, Jeffrey Silver, and Mark Sorian. No mention of Steven Spielberg on here. How about no, in that for the regular producers on IMDb either? Uh, no, that was just all of the uh, executive producers that I listed off. Uh, Avi, uh, Avi Arad and Steven Paul are the only other producers I see. There's Ari Arad on here as well, but I have a feeling that there is going to be... A, that's a bit of a uh, miss uh, spelling there or something. Well, yeah, it's Avi Arad. Avi Arad. There's two here on the IMDb page that says Ari Arad and Avi Arad. I'm pretty sure that. Oh, wait. No, no. I think that's two different people. Really? Yeah. Now, that's some creative naming. Let's just change one of the letters. <laughs> well, I think they might be related. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm, criti <laughs> I'm criticizing their parents for naming their kids that way. Maybe they were twins. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Who uh, knows? But uh, that guy was involved in uh, Marvel television <laughs> for many, many years, and he was also involved in uh, some Marvel movies. Currently, <laughs> really, you're giving him credit for Amazing Spider-Man one and two. But, well, Iron Man, at least. <laughs> and here's a real quick. Uh, here's something real quick. Uh, Mitsuhisa Ishikawa is actually the founder of Production IG, which worked on the standalone oh. complex. Uh, shows so, so, feel, maybe... so that gives us more um i think that gives us more credence in that they're gonna try and make this like standalone complex exactly. but that ends up creating a whole bunch of other problems with the show with the the show with the movie beyond the um beyond the whitewashing which i <laughs> think is for a good portion of it i'm pretty sure is um, a lot of people just making knee-jerk reactions and not knowing a damn thing about Ghost in the Shell. This is true. Mm, very likely. Because so, I asked, I asked a, I have a friend in Los Angeles who is pretty well, um, is pretty well embedded into, uh, you know, the film industry out there. And I asked her point blank, have you seen anything of Ghost in the Shell? Have you read the manga? Have you watched any of the movies or the uh, or the shows or anything like that? She never responded to me. So I'm going to take that as a no. But I would bet hmm. I would bet my bottom dollar that nine out of ten people who are saying, oh, my God, to whitewashing and Ghost in the Shell. 
they have not seen them. They haven't seen any of the movies. They haven't seen anything of the TV series. They haven't seen standalone complex. They haven't read the manga because when you actually go, because when you delve into Matoko Kusanagi as a character, she's incredibly progressive. She's a female cyborg anyway, and she is, and she practically runs section nine along with Aramaki. Right. Because, I mean, she doesn't run it because Aramaki is, you know, the is the day to day runs the day to day operations. But when it comes to actually carrying out, um, you know, carrying out military uh, exercises or public uh, security things, which is what Section nine does. They're an anti-terrorist group. Uh, Matoko is always on the front lines of that. And that's incredibly. Uh, and considering how misogynistic Japan can be with its anime and it's especially its female characters. I think Matoko is a paragon of what most, if not all, uh, female anime characters should strive to be, or people should create, strive to create, rather. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's just one of a myriad different points I have, because now we have to get into the topic of the whitewashing. We got our first uh, image of Ghost in the Shell, and it, had, it was a side shot of... <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, very much looking the part. Yes, of, uh, yeah. Matoko Kusanagi, and um, apparently stick a wig on her, and you're good. Yeah, <laughs> a pretty good wig. <laughs> yeah, just, that was, that was just yeah. ask a random cosplayer out in L.A. to uh, help her out. Uh, a Matoko cosplayer out there in uh, L.A. to help him out. She's probably like, yeah, sure, I can have that done in like two hours for you. <laughs> <laughs> but well, ho- ho- costume designers got to be worth their salt. <laughs> well, yeah. Jim, continue. Okay, so. I have a feeling that, like I said, I think this is just more knee-jerk reactions replete with misplaced anger. Because first of all, we all know this movie is going to suck. It's almost impossible to do a live-action Ghost in the Shell movie and do it well. I think we're in agreement on this one. Well, not with the writers and directors involved. I I seriously doubt they would potentially make anything good. Yeah, But with the the right people, I think it could have been good. It's... It's a fairly well-grounded concept. It, it's something that can be done outside of animation, mm-hmm. which, which is I really can't trust stick with there. I Uh-oh. say no to the Wachowskis because they haven't done anything good since a, st- a scanner darkly. So that's well. <laughs> I mean, but I did like Speed Racer. I did. You're in the minority. <laughs> Apparently, because it did so bad. Yeah, um, Paul, go ahead. I, I really don't – okay. For, l- l- let me – I hate to – all right. I'm going to bring this up. I guess uh, – fuck it. I, <laughs> I'm going to bring up the movie that we shall not name, uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you made Jim, – Jim, you made me bring it out, okay? Let me, let me <laughs> okay, tell I was good. That's you know what, what she said too, by the way. Uh, Paul um, – um, <laughs> But anyways – Real quick, Paul, I was probably going to have to bring it up at any – at some point right. anyway. So I right. continue. So, uh, I'm in no position okay. to talk. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> and you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double down on this because unfortunately – and I, all of us have probably seen this article. Unfortunately, there's a bidding war going on for this right now. They want to do a live action Pokemon movie. Ow. We'll, we'll get to that Ow. when it comes. We'll get to that. Right, when right, it comes. right, right. So the, I, let me put it to you this way. This movie is going to be no is nowhere going to be nowhere as bad as what those were. 
It's, I can guarantee you that. Oh no, it, it can't be. It, no. I don't think it's physically no. possible to be as no, bad it, and as unfaithful to the source material as Dragon Ball Evolution was. Now, now, okay. First of all, I'm going to be honest. I have not. I've never heard the term whitewashing until this came up. Okay, this what? is the first time I've heard it. Really? Seriously, seriously. That, and I'm like, You've what the fuck? You've been on rock all these years. Well, no, I've heard. No, well, okay. Look, I've heard people like saying like movies have been racist. Like, um, what was it? Gods of Egypt. Um, like it was being just you know all white actors instead of having a. And people were throwing around whitewashing big time back when The Last Airbender hit theaters. I, I wasn't. Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> well, like, that I movie didn't happen, so. <laughs> let us let us pretend it didn't but anyway so you know I, I'm, I'm sitting there going okay well first of all this is scarlett johansson this is not just some hot woman they pulled off of a off of a truck that's in la going oh i want to be an actress and it's not know, like they had a, it's not like they made megan fox uh, that, that's what i was thinking the other day holy <laughs> shit. oh boy holy shit that's what i was thinking the other day jim actually <laughs> that's what i was fucking thinking you got to stop being in my mind um <laughs> i can't like, help it that i'm that good <laughs> seriously but but let's take that point seriously then if megan fox was this was was to be the major how many people would be like trying to beat down dreamworks store right now and be like you're a fucking idiot like this this in my view i think was a good casting however there is this issue of okay well they're all supposed to be japanese actors i i i I don't know i i don't think it has to be japanese actors should there be some in there sure let's put some japanese actors in there but i i don't think it needs to be and it's not like we it's not like Johansson hasn't been in action films before. Uh, hello. Who was she? Mm-hmm. She's in the Avengers. Hello. Ah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, do mm-hmm. you understand where I'm going with this? The by Hulk. the way, by the way, if we want to, the Hulk, <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, if, if we want to get a little, uh, if we want to talk about something racist going on not racist i would say sexist going on mm-hmm. why hasn't she had a film for her character in the marvel universe there you go there's a uh, interesting they don't want to make toys that, that, well, but see but let me tell you something right now i work in the movie theater industry and i can tell you right now you put a female lead role in that kind of situation you will have shitloads of, of females in that theater the first weekend it comes out you might not get men but I'm gonna tell you right now, the men that are getting pulled by their by their wives and girlfriends to go see it aren't gonna mind. Especially <laughs> if it's especially if she's an action girl, you know. Exactly. Guys love so, action girls. So we're not talking about somebody they just pulled off of a truck, like I said. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about a Megan Fox. We're talking about somebody that could clearly play this role. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. I, she could definitely be the major. Oh, and yeah. I and I and you compare the picture. There's been a there's been two pictures I've seen of you know well obviously the picture that uh, DreamWorks released but then there was two uh, pictures that they that people did a comparison of from the anime <clears throat> and I clearly I, I see what they're trying to do here they're trying to clearly match her up as best mm-hmm. as they can right I don't think it's whitewashing personally I don't think that it is I don't think that they went out thinking you know what 
fuck everybody. We're just going to get a white girl. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. It's well, easy. actually, no, no, no. Well, I don't think so. That actually circles back to uh, why I don't think it's whitewashing, and it goes deeper into the uh, Ghost in the Shell universe, actually, because you actually have to think about these characters in universe, and that's why I harp so much on people not knowing what they're talking about. It's a tired phrase to use. It sounds incredibly dismissive. And mm-hmm. it's like the it's like a, a game creator saying to a reviewer, oh, you didn't play the game right exactly. <laughs> when they gave it give it a bad review. But when you actually think about this, yes, you do have to be in touch with the universe because with the uh, Ghost of the Shell universe, excuse me, not to sound uh, new agey there for a second. Um, <laughs> but anyway, be um, one with everything. <laughs> Become one with the enemy. <laughs> exactly but here's another here's the thing to consider is matoko really japanese and i say no to that because she's a cyborg and also that and when you even when you plumb this topic even further it just shows uh it goes into the psychological and uh, meaning of life themes that uh mamaru yashii explored in the original ghost of the shell movie from 1995 it's like, what defines personhood? How do you define a person's nationality when they have been created in a laboratory? And, you know, I, I think the point to be made here, too, <clears> is, <throat> is if the term Japanese wasn't <clears throat> used at all involving ghosts in the shell, we wouldn't even we wouldn't even have an issue. Exactly. And like I said, and again, um, I can't help but stress this enough. People just simply do not know what they're talking about. They see Japanese. Oh, no. They hear that this is a Japanese property. They see Scarlett Johansson cast as the main character, and they're just knee-jerking like, oh, this is just Hollywood whitewashing again, this, that, and everything else. The 1995, mm-hmm. the original movie, shows Matoko being created in a factory at the very beginning, during the opening credits. People can have their ghosts transferred into the cybernetic shell, hence the name Ghost in the Shell. Also, there's a scene from that movie where Matoko sees uh, other cyborgs in the, around Hong Kong that look just like her. She's a mass production model. At least her shell is a mass production model. When it comes to Matoko uh, specifically, she has a few th- augmentations that make her uh, more effective in combat, more effective with net jacking, with uh, ghost diving and stuff like that. But also, she f- further she looks androgynous, right? So that mm-hmm. sh- so again that goes into you know the psychological themes of Ghost in the Shell. <clears throat> what is personhood? What are right. you know? How do I define myself as a person when I think all of my memories are manufactured? That also mm-hmm. being said, Matoko Kusanagi is actually an alias. It's not her real name, and we don't know what her real name is because Masumune Shiro, the series creator has never said. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, exactly. I mean, so another another thing I want to say, too, about this building on all that is, you know, we can't I, – I think this kind of goes back to what I was saying uh, when people were bitching about Hunter Hunter's dub. Mm. Like, you cannot criticize a movie that doesn't even have a trailer yet, might I add. Before you've even seen it, mm-hmm. okay, and and, and I'll, I'll go a step further. Getting back to the whole 
that movie we shouldn't we won't talk about <laughs> and possibly a live action pokemon series which makes me want to puke on the ground um i think that is such a fucking bad idea but you know I, I have to say this out of all the anime that i've seen and granted i haven't seen as many as you gentlemen on this podcast combined <laughs> but um i could actually see this being one that they could do a live action of okay I don't see. I agree. I don't see Pokemon. I don't see. I Pokemon's going to be well, actually, almost all animation anyway. I can't. I, I don't remember who said it, and I believe it was on Twitter. Somebody said this, and I can't remember who said it. Maybe it was Duelist because sometimes I pick up on Duelist stuff. Mm-hmm. But even when they do something in Japan like Attack on Titans live action movie, mm-hmm. it doesn't come out well. Um, so no. actually, hey, I, beg, I beg to differ on that one. Not not the Attack on Titan film because I haven't seen it, but the Roroni Kenshin movie is probably the best anime movie, live action anime movie we will yeah, ever see. And I they, weep every single day when I think about the fact that it hasn't been localized and very yeah. likely never will. It was well, fantastic. Well, it, it, l- let me stop you there, though. That's another movie that I could see that could easily be a live action film. Okay. Mm. Again, we're talking about anime here that could actually be a live action film. So you're go- you're going with the concept. Like, yeah, I think like- I think that's a good concept, and I think that they could get away. Mm. I mean, they probably will use a lot of CGI, but I think they could, with the exception of a couple things, relatively do Ghost in the Shell with not as much CGI because, you know, technically these are these are just people hunting down terrorists. You know, now there again, when we get to where they, you know, they, they're camouflaged, obviously. I mean, it's, yes. It's, there you it go. It's a, a cyberpunk future. So yeah. there'll be plenty of CGI in that. But oh, yeah. like you won't you won't have creatures. No, <laughs> like you'll, you'll have to have use uh, you'll have to use you CGI for like the Tachikomas and the Uchikomas right. and stuff like that. And, yeah, you know, who knows how they're gonna, who knows what they're going to do for the casting with Bato and, you know, what they do if there's go if there's net jacking or anything like that, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, uh, you know, I, obviously there's going to have to be CGI for some of that stuff. I hope they use a lot more. I, I hate when people use like, for example, um, CGI for everything. Yeah, well, I mean, Jurassic World is a perfect example. I liked the movie. I really liked the movie, but the problem that I had with that movie is they used way too much CGI. With mm-hmm. the original Jurassic Park... So you're a fan of practical effects. I'm, I'm, a, fa- I'm a fan of using models in yeah. conjunction with CGI. So, yes, okay, fine. Use the CGI, but use it in an intelligent way, not like oh well you know what fuck it it's easier let's just do cgi you know that that just i think that's just the coward's way out and i think that mm-hmm. you know it more film fake. what's that <laughs> it looks fake exactly <laughs> like there there was there was one scene in jurassic world and i, I know i know this isn't tsunami related but i'm relating this back to ghost in the shell right right you know, where they where that where um the indom the indominus t-rex the indomitable whatever uh he you know that made up dinosaur he went through and killed a bunch of dinosaurs and they went up to one of them and you know that was clearly a model yeah and it it looked a lot better than the cgi stuff they were doing you know and i I understand you know they have to use cgi for certain things but again getting back to ghost in the shell i mean 
if you're just going to make this whole film CGI, you might as well just not make the film at all because I think that, you know, then you're 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 creeping into that rumor about they were going to change her face to a Japanese face bullshit. Yeah, using CGI, which probably would have looked bad. Yeah, and I, it and didn't I had... really work for Jeff Bridges in Tron uh, in Tron Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna. It didn't work to DH Jeff Bridges in Tron Legacy. It wouldn't have worked. <laughs> creepy, creepy looking Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah. So no, I I don't think they actually ever did that for uh, for Scarlet. That was for other characters. Yeah. But it was it was a test, and thankfully they're not doing it yeah they probably realized it was going to look like crap but there's one more thing i want to bring up and it was actually a conversation i had with jose uh earlier this week when this whole kerfuffle uh showed up um he brought up a huge uh point that and this would very much conflict with the uh with the show's world the fact that we don't know who michael pitt is playing whether it's kuze or uh the laughing man aside it's that America is constantly the villain or a villain in Ghost in the Shell. How are you going to make them the hero? And he cites Jungle Cruise episode 10, uh, which I believe is from the original uh, standalone complex, which has two CIA agents trying to manipulate Bato. So this is important to the overall world, Jose says. It would, he says it would feel weird where Motoko, who has previously been portrayed as taking actions against the U.S., would suddenly be American and acting in its interests. There's no yeah, way but, a budget sci-fi Hollywood movie is going to take overt action against the U.S. I so, mean, no, I mean, not. honestly, like you're probably not going to see something. You're not going to see any hint of something like they're enemies of yeah. America kind Working of thing. You're not going to see the CIA it. or something like that. I can see right. them keeping no. it on the home front, but at the same time, you know, it's it, he does have a make a valid point there talking about okay so if we're gonna make um that's gonna be a fundamental difference that is a fundamental difference with the world that we're talking about i think Mm -hmm. that um i mean i totally see where he's coming from uh i totally see his point but i also think it is it's missing the point of the people who are screaming whitewashing at this which is the Mm -hmm. main which is the main thing that everybody was saying so yeah. I, th- I think it's, again, fundamental misunder fundamental failure to uh, understand the world, understand the universe. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I've been harping on this. I've said it like 10 times by now, but it's important. You have to know. It's kind of like, OK, so if you're going to scream whitewashing at uh, Ghost in the Shell, if you don't understand its world, then it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like casting someone else, casting someone who is, you know, South American as Superman, you know, because mm-hmm. well, even though Krypton has been pr- traditionally um, populated by people who look like white Anglo-Saxon Protestant people, you know, your typical. Uh, uh, British Isles, you know, Scandinavia people. It's like, how do we know? How do we know that was the um, that was the intention of the creator of uh, Superman's original creator? How do we know that? You know, maybe he, though, those are the, all the people he knew how to draw, knew how to draw, and stuff like that. True. 
So we're talking <gasps> about, so you see my point? It might not have been the best analogy, but you can kind of see my point in that, yes? Yeah, I can see yeah. what you're talking about. This is the thing that I, I'm thinking, and I'm, and I'm definitely thinking this now that we've seen who else is going to be part of Section 9. It seems they're going for more of an international Section 9. Which and I don't think that's sense. a bad idea. Which would make sense because, if again, I have to cite the original movie, when um, Tokusa is talking with uh, the Major about, hey, about a, hey, you know, everybody else has, you know, cybernetic implants, and here I am completely unchanged. Matoko says over-specialization leads to death. So maybe we do have these people who might have been expats or people just, or, you know, these people just hired by Section 9 you know, because they are the best at their uh, counterterror at counterterrorism activities. It's saying, "Hey, we need you to defend mm -hmm. the home front, given Japan's place in this in uh, the world, and in world politics and all that." Right. So it's so that's the thing that's part that of what makes I, Ghost I, of the Shell so good. Yeah. Is the I, is the you know the how you know how you know the political dramas, the maneuverings, and just like it's not you know punch in the face action the whole time. It's you know just as much. It's incredibly intelligent. Mm -hmm. that's what I fear about this movie is that it's not going to be as intelligent as it could or should be uh, probably not <laughs> well we'll see I mean I guess I guess the we'll, fact we'll see about that yeah we'll, we'll see but I, I kind of I take let me put it to you this way if the head of production, production IG is an executive producer on this I almost feel like this is going to be this is going to be a lot better than some of you think it is. Mm. And Ooh, I think maybe I, I think that they may be like, look, you can do this movie all you want, but if it doesn't match what we want, you're going to come back and redo it. So mm, I don't think they have uh, that kind of power. Well, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> Or they may, I mean, or what they might do is, um, sorry to cut you off on this one, Paul, but what they might do is, um, what, um, what Toho is doing in Japan right now with their Godzilla movie that's coming out this summer. Uh, they were spurred on by the, not because they disliked, uh, the Godzilla movie of a couple of years ago, but because they said, you know what, let's do this. It's like, hmm, we think we can do the, we think we can do this too. So... It might spur the Revitalize Godzilla the with Hideki Anno. Yeah, Hideki Anno, yeah. Who's, who is a fan of tokusatsu films. Yes. Should be very I think he worked on... Did he work on Kamen Rider? I'm not sure. Did he work on Kamen Rider or Ultraman or something? I forget. I don't no. know. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. Well, let's so, look at some other comments on this, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'd like to hear your comments on this. See, uh... Yeah. You know, see what people think about it. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. I wanted to get Jose's um, opinion on this because he is such a huge Ghost in the Shell fan. And uh, he's I mean, he know he's probably forgotten more about Ghost in the Shell than I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very likely. So I there's obviously the controversy of, of you know, casting Scarlet in that role. But here's the thing. Uh, yeah, they they could have found another actor, possibly one better for the role. But you have to have at least one big name to draw the casual audience here, or this movie's it's not going to draw. Not, 
it's not going to draw. That's exactly my point. Yeah. How how well did Kite do? Because all it had going for it was Samuel L. Jackson as one of the characters, but not like a lead character. But see that that's that's what I think. That's definitely an important part here. Is I mean, all the all the you know the action work that she's put in aside. You know, mm-hmm. that's why she was cast in this role, obviously. So, but yes, obviously, and sadly, because we can't seem to get a Black Widow movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, neither, that, dude. Like, I don't understand that. Like, I, I swear to you, it's not gonna look. Maybe after Wonder Woman happens. But, but see, well, see, I think that might be. It might be now. Marvel's gonna see how Wonder Woman does, and then. Well, they are planning on Captain Marvel, which is a female-led. That's right. What. But see, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't understand, and, and I, I don't want to go too much into this, but you know, I don't understand why they couldn't do a Black Widow movie because that, even though it won't be a Spider-Man or an Avengers, you know, making you know fifty million. Yeah, yeah. it could you know? very well. I mean, they just don't seem to have faith in things that make sense to the rest of us. Well, so at, that's well, look at look at what happened with um, Deadpool. It took them yeah. how many years to make that? And then look what happened when it was made. It was made Ooh. on it was made on forty five million dollars. Think about this. It was made on forty five million dollars and it made it it's I, I think it's made almost um It's made a ridiculous amount. I think it's almost made like almost yeah. a billion. So I mean like you sit there and you see how that did. Why not try to do a Black Widow movie? I mean, mm-hmm. it's obvious she does the part well. Why not? Deadpool has done $754.8 million against a $45 million budget. <laughs> there you go. And by the way, Deadpool Deadpool 2 better have a better budget than that because I know Ryan Reynolds, who is a producer on that, is probably going to be like, um, yeah, so about that 40, yeah, I know. So about, about that, that $45, 45 million, million dollar budget. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so continue sketch. Sorry, I had to say Yeah. That. So – I think it would be good if they if they do an international thing with Section Nine, as I mentioned before. Hmm. I think I think that better reflects our world to to do that rather than have an entirely Asian cast or exactly. heaven forbid an entirely Caucasian cast. That definitely would have been, but, but <laughs> that would have been like do, apocalypse. Yeah. But what they yeah. have to do right away, and I don't know if they would do it in a trailer, but right away they have to say international section nine or something like i don't that. think that's necessarily the case like like jim suggested they could have been uh people from other countries that have been hired on by section nine in japan True. i guess yeah that could work too mm-hmm. yeah it, it could Although go a lot of them way. have distinctly japanese names like togusa bato ishii yeah i don't think like they're that. all so gonna i don't be think it's gonna work the same like names yeah. no, no i i don't think so either i don't think but uh, like you said yeah i don't think maybe it's it's very unlikely that they would have like the entirety of section nine when really the only three people that they focus on are the major Bato and Togusa. Yeah. Togusa. Had the rest of them of, kind of are just there. Yeah. Togusa <laughs> had plenty of episodes to himself. He was in a, yeah. he was a very well-developed character and I hope they uh, treat Togusa very well. Not as an afterthought, like the uh, 95 movie. Obviously, they should uh, cast Keanu Reeves as Togusa. No, get Crispin Freeman. I don't care. Get Crispin Freeman. He, he could do it. He could. He could do it. He's got the it's look. It's not like Togusa's a beefy guy. Yeah, he's got the look. Everybody would recognize him. 
And yeah, if they wouldn't, just, they would. And if it. they didn't recognize him at first, they would immediately fall in love with that voice. <laughs> do that and make sure to have Steve Bloom's voice somewhere in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, if they can put, if they can put uh, Steve Bloom as a random mook that gets killed off in Akira, I think they can do this. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Uh, well, I, we haven't really given, uh, Duelist or CJ a chance to say anything. So, uh, Duelist, you got anything to say? I mean, you guys have kind of covered most of the bases. Yeah. Um, I'm not that optimistic that it's going to be a good movie. However, I will probably <laughs> see it to see it like I saw Batman Superman. Because I like making my own opinion about films. You don't um, need to make your own opinion when it's a Hack Snyder film. <laughs> that's your opinion. This is the part when I say I kind of enjoyed that movie. <laughs> hey, it's nothing wrong with having enjoy? an opinion. It's wrong, but it's an opinion. <laughs> now, now, Jim. Now, now. Whatever. Um, I don't know. I... I kind of have a wait and see attitude on this. Yeah, that's exactly I, I think fair. they could have made far worse choices to cast the major. I'll say that much. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, CJ. Well, I mean, again, you guys hit on a lot, and it was it was interesting listening to you three really go on because you seem very passionate about it, which is important. I think. Yeah. Realizing that that this movie. I'm not, at first, I would have said eh, it's not exactly the hugest deal, but hearing how much not only you guys were talking about it, but how much a lot of anime fans have been talking about it, this is, I feel like this movie's now become a really big deal now. I think whether that hurts or harms it, or hurts or helps it, will uh, you know will will be interpreted later as things progress with it. But it was it was interesting hearing about that. I uh, some people say that live action anime movies suck, and you know what? A lot of them do. With, without a doubt. But I'd rather form that kind of opinion until it's actually out there before I really just say, oh, it's going to suck. Oh, it's going to suck no matter what. Because that, what if it turns out to be good? You never know. It could be good. It could be horrible. But I'm just like how people are can be dismissive about it just because it's live action. It kind of gets on my nerves where it's like we, we have any, we just have one picture and you already think it's going to be bad just, just because of the track record of other things. Yeah, I get that. But some things can change. Like, who knows? That's this could turn out to be a deciding factor where live action films for, for uh, that were made from a, or pretty much based off of anime and manga could turn out to be good. And I pretty much go through life with I can't be mad at something until it actually happened. So for people getting mm. so worked up about this, you're just adding more stress and just more negative feelings. And it's just you know, take a breath. Like. It could be bad. it could be as horrible as you're predicting, and you know what you get to say after that? I was right. And congrats! Well, like that's, that's a good thing. Most, those are the mo- four mo- the four most obnoxious words in the human si- language are "I told you so." Right, <laughs> and I get that, but I mean, I just I it's like, why am I going to be mad about this when I haven't even seen it? Um, mm-hmm. And to go off your point about Scarlett Johansson being the lead, my father is a huge fan of her, and when I was saying, "Oh, hey." This is a movie that she's going to be in. He was like, wait, this is off an anime. I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, well, maybe I'll see it now because she's in it. So, like, that's probably the biggest reason why they casted her. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's a name brand thing. Like, I would have loved, 
whoever they put in, as long as it wasn't Jennifer Lawrence, I would have been fine with whoever. I don't care. Like that to me doesn't really bother. And Megan Fox. I don't like Megan Fox either. So those two, I'm glad <laughs> neither of them. I'm glad neither of them are touching this kind of thing. So yeah, lucky for all you, Megan yeah. Fox is too busy being April O'Neil. <laughs> She's too busy uh, humping Michael Bay. Right. <laughs> to get another role. Just, I just. Maybe like, you want to hear because she humping director. I, di- I didn't mind the fact that it was Johansson. She does a great job as uh, Black Widow, and I would love a Black Widow movie. Absolutely. And let me just. I will put that on the record for sure. I think it would do well. Um, and I mean, I feel like this, I, I feel like maybe Johansson herself might even be interested in it because Ghost in the Shell, while I'm not exactly as well versed in that show as you guys were, didn't she have like a kind of like cerebral kind of thing with Lucy where it wasn't, exi- it's nowhere near the yeah. same cyberpunk thing, but I feel like it it's could a be a similar thing. But it could be like a similar like role that she feels comfortable with, with that kind of thing of a leading lady. Where she's like helping out all these, I mean, just doing her thing of kicking ass. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like it was fine with casting. If people want to boycott it because of the whitewashing that they say, because let's be real, Hollywood isn't exactly been the most diverse. I mean, I'm sure. I'm but sure it's right. not whitewashing. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm going by the. I, I know uh, what you're saying, but it's like, but that's the thing. We got to say it right here. It's not whitewashing because it's. Multiple races represented. Right. Exactly. No, I I apologize for that. It's more or less that um that poll that was up on Anime News Network. Well, and and, and you know that, that was all that that was for with that. That I I don't believe it's like that to be personally because it's like you're right. When I look at the photo, when I look at the character, it almost it almost looks gr- like perfect to me. Yeah. Just to me. so I mean, that that's kind of how I feel. I think I think you guys hit the nail on it when you like go into more deeper points of thing but i'm just i'm just saying scarlett johansson is probably going to be able to get the casual person which believe it or not people they want more casual fans than the hardcore ones i, I that may be that i mean for all intents and purposes you know what i mean it's just like they kind of right. want both but i feel like they're kind of more catering to casual people than strictly right. anime fans well and and I, there's another point that we want to add here too it's not like scarlett johansson has not been on an adult swim show either yeah very true she was was on uh yeah she had a cameo in robot chicken yeah yeah she's been on there so many times it's not even funny so i mean she i would not be surprised a is if that she's seen the familiar with ghost in the shell yeah yes or b if she hasn't seen the show went to adult swim and went hey don't you guys have adults don't you guys have ghost in the shell what the hell was that sounded like (laughs) the opening to uh crazy train (laughs) Yes, anyways. <laughs> um, getting back to what I was saying, though. Uh, so, I mean, I see her as somebody that probably has seen the animated series somehow, whether it was before now. Or the movies. Or, or, and, and the movies. I don't know. I mean, what I'm saying to you here is this. I've, I'm pretty much sure that she probably researched this role, and she could easily do it because she's been on so many Adult Swim shows, you know. I could see her being able to get the source material easily, and I'm kind of actually hoping that around when this movie comes out, and I think this does make an exception, that they do put Ghost in the Shell somehow on the block, or at least maybe, I don't know, marathon it, you know? Mm, well, we'll see, you know, 2017, who, who knows what Tsunami will be looking like at that point. But to that point, here, here's the thing. I mean, Ghost in the Shell is already pretty popular, but 
this can only help get people into Ghost in the Shell. And oh. that's a good thing. You know, there will be more Ghost in the Shell animated projects more than likely because, let's face it, they haven't really stopped. No. <laughs> At least not for very long. No, they didn't. So, you know, this is good advertisement. No matter how it turns out, it's good advertisement for the brand. And that's, you know, that's kind of the whole point. And, you know, whether or not it's good does not take away from the quality of everything else. I think we should end it there. Yeah, yeah. I think we've mined this topic. Yes, we've mined this topic thoroughly after ignoring it, it for quite a while. We've strip mined the topic. <laughs> well, the if the time was right, the time was quite I, right. I agree. We didn't want to like you know every, the little updates here and there are fine, but we, we wanted to wait until we got to like a decent amount of information. Yeah, or a trailer. Yeah. Well, hopefully oh, we'll definitely be talking about this when a trailer comes along. <laughs> yes, we will. So, all right, play us out, Paul. I don't have a piano. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like the Family Guy reference here. Anyways, well, all right. So, you can email us podcast at tunamifaithful dot com. Uh, please email us, especially if you decide to. Do a Patreon reward so that way we can get it. Um, give us your money. <laughs> <laughs> give us your money. Um, so one thing I want to make sure, want make important too is, you know, if you haven't gotten something in the past and you are deserved that, please let us know too. I can look that stuff up, I think. So, you know, please do let us know too if, if you didn't get a reward in the past. But again, that's a uh, podcast at tunamifaithful.com. Uh, you can rate and review the podcast, uh, the podcast, the podcast. I don't know why I said podcast. that. Tsunami Faithful Podcast. <laughs> you can rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Faithful Podcast. Uh, you can like the podcast there. We would like you to follow us there as well. Um, you can also listen to the podcast on the SoundCloud app, which is free. I believe it's available for everything now. Um, it's at least and, on iOS and Android. <laughs> Yes, and you can also download the podcast there too, which I've seen a lot of people doing. So that's awesome to see. Uh, please comment too while you're listening to the podcast on uh, on our SoundCloud page because we'd like to see that stuff too. Uh, we're getting closer to 400 followers. I'd like to increase that more if we can. So please do follow us there if you can. Uh, again, it's soundcloud.com slash Podcast. All right, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast. And, of course, you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's tunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And you can visit podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all the previous podcasts, including the Absolution Sessions and the uh, Tsunami Show Rundown as well. And any new shows, if they pop up here and there, will probably be there as well. Any exclusive, most of the newer ones are up on tunamifaithful.com. So uh, make sure you go and uh, listen to those there. And, you know, I feel like... I feel like Jim does a very good job of explaining the Patreon, so I'll let him do that. In a concise manner, at the very least. Exactly. Shut up. <laughs> so, I try my best. So anyway, um, we have a bunch of rewards, as usual, from, from the Toonami Faithful Podcast Patreon. Uh, for a dollar or more a month, we give you a shout-out on the podcast and immortalize your name on our Patreon acknowledgement page on podcast.toonamifaithful.com. 
And again, if we haven't done that, let us know. Yes, because we do have a tendency to forget. We have very busy lives. <laughs> kids, kids, jobs, mm. looking for overseas jobs like me, stuff like that. Um, so if you pledge five dollars or more a month, we'll bring you on as a guest for one episode of the Tsunami Faithful podcast. It includes the acknowledgement on the on podcast.tsunamifaithful.com. If you pledge $7 or more per month, we'll bring you on as a guest on one episode of the podcast and you get to choose a topic to be discussed on that episode, which, you know, considering how our topics have been recently, I say go for it. You know, we always like to, you know, see fresh names, fresh ideas, stuff like that. And, uh, and there there is caveats to that, obviously. But you yes, know, there is a the caveat. Rule. Uh, if we have, we have the right to refuse any topic chosen by the contributor, if it has malicious intent to harm the podcast or the website in any, in any way, or also if we don't think there is sufficient stuff, we'll, we'll vet your topic and, uh, we will work with, we will gladly work with you to create and to, uh, amend it or come up with something different. You'll still get credit, even if it's not your idea. So if you pledge $12 or more per month, you get all the previous rewards, plus a Toonami Faithful Podcast t-shirt available in sizes of medium and large. Uh, if you have you need a different size, uh, talk to us about that and we will make that right for you. Also, you get to, also you get, like I said, you get all the other good stuff. You get to be on the podcast, you get to choose the topic, and you also get the acknowledgement on ToonamiFaithful.com. Also, we take singular donations, too. If you just want to send us that, contact us on how to do that. Very likely we would accept that through PayPal. And uh, yeah, help us be the best podcast ever. Oh, wait, we're already that. <laughs> <laughs> help us be better than our best. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's it. So uh, if Duelist is still alive... Where can they find you, sir? I'm here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash heartofsword75. You can please subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash duelistg. And if you feel inclined, you can ask me questions at ask.fm slash heartofsword75. All right, CJ, where can they find you, sir? Being over the Celtics. Um, you, can find me on, you can find me on Twitter at uh, CJ Maffris, S-E-A-J-A-Y-M-A-F-F-R-A-S, where I talk about sports and anime-related topics. And I hope to be able to see more of the interviews from Anime Boston come up. I know Jim's working very hard, so I am very pumped to see that because the first one that came out, was absolutely awesome. I really enjoyed watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> that it and, was uh, it was fun for me to work on it again. Um, and actually, I will um, a quick aside on that. Go to our YouTube page to find those. Or um, there are they posted through the website? Um, well, I've been I've been just because I can actually just put them on everything now, which is great. Okay. Uh, they're all they're just they're on all of our social media. So you can find those. But the, the most important part is YouTube.com slash Tsunami Faithful Channel. Yes. And uh, judging by the response, I think just because I mentioned Hunter Hunter, um, people really seem to go nuts for it. I got like more retweets than I have in like two years. So. Right. Oh, it's so let's see. It, it, it is. Well, I don't. Did CG, did you plug yourself? 
When don't I? <laughs> I, I I know the art of free plugs. Just like looking at my latest article on Tsunami Faithful about what other shows can learn from Hunter X Hunter, or, or excuse me, Hunter Hunter, as some people, as, as it should be called. I sometimes yeah, yeah, say yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, Hunter yeah, Hunter. Just, just plug your social media. Hunter Cross Hunter. Yeah, I like Hunter that Cross. actually. Hunter versus <laughs> Hunter. Yeah. So, anyways, did you? Yeah, he did, I think. I, I, I guess you're good. I did. Okay. I did. Okay. So, Jim, where can they find you? You can find me at ZeroAlucard27 on Twitter, at Baystar underscore Boy on the PlayStation 4, and all, on the PlayStation Network, excuse me, and also RinOku95 on the Nintendo Network. Also, um, keep an eye open on the YouTube pages, and also keep an eye open on my Twitter, because usually I uh, talk a little bit about... Um, about the uh the progress that i'm making on these videos now um this is something that i'm going to throw out there for people if you are interested in the creative process behind it uh donate to our patreon donate to the 12 dollar tier and i will stream uh i'll do a screen stream if i can of me doing uh going through stuff uh going through the editing process explaining how to do it or, or what i do and um yeah, uh, I think it would be uh, nice and educational for a lot of people who want to get into video editing. All right. Okay. I guess that's it for for Jim. So, Sketch, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. You can tumble with me on Tumblr, Sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash Sketch1984. And if you have any questions or comments or suggestions to direct to the podcast, you can send those to either of the emails, sketch at tsunamifaithful.com or podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. And Paul, where can they find you? Many places. <laughs> Lots but of you different can, places. You can find me everywhere. Where's the crew? <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> you, talk Go on. you talk funny, Nash. Where are you from? Lots of different places. CJ, that's $5. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, you can find me on Twitter. You're fired! <laughs> you it, was, it was a little nice while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what she said. What she yeah. didn't last. <laughs> but anyways, so on Twitter, you can find me at Paul Piscrillo. You can find me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Paul Piscrillo. And you can also, of course, ask me questions, ask.fm slash Paul Piscrillo. I feel like we're lacking in that department, so please do ask me questions. I'm not going to beg you. But, but behave but, yourselves. Yes, please do behave yourselves. And by the way, don't, don't ask us like what we use to record the podcast. Like We don't give away trade secrets. Why, why would I give you away trade secrets? No. Sorry. Skype. Shut it's up! It's very simple. <laughs> Besides, but, it, Occam's razor, the simplest solution is the best one. <laughs> anyways, um, and then one other thing I do, well, this will probably come out after I've done two cons in a day. Well, apparently, two cons in one interview in a day. Thank you, Sketch. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. No, like, Sketch is like, so you can do an interview at like 3 o'clock. I'm like, oh. <gasps> I hate you, <laughs> but okay. You don't I have to be on the interview. No, but I, I don't think you want a file that's like five gigabytes long because I didn't press the stop button like 
till like <laughs> several hours later. <laughs> I think that would not be good. So, but anyway, so you, I don't know if I'm going to release the material that I'm getting because I'm getting a couple of voice actors or actresses, a, a uh, certain ADR director, and someone else, which I'm not going to name because that's it's a surprise. We wanted them all to be surprises. Speaking yeah, of which we got to get Erica Mendez back in the show. Maybe. Well, way to ruin the surprise. <laughs> but anyways, so um, I may put those up. Yes, we are working on that. Uh, we, I, I am not decided if I'm going to put those up yet because I probably am going to be doing another con this this year. I'm not going to talk about that just yet, but I probably will be doing another tsunami panel not in Rochester. Mm-hmm. So. Can I visit? Yeah, we're working on some. We're working on another con as well. So myself yeah. and myself and CJ, we're working on another convention. Oh, you little whores! Look at you. <laughs> you love us. Yeah, I do. That's why you guys are whores. You're my whore. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> people. <laughs> anyways, but that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for listening as usual each and every week. We do appreciate you guys listening, and for the new <laughs> listeners out there. I'm sorry about Durrell, okay? Mm. I'm sorry about his drinking. And I'm sorry about his lewdness. <laughs> but anyways, that's it for the Tsunami Faithful Podcast this week. Peace. Wow. Deuces! Deuces!